Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Garrett Jacobs Meyer, Alex Jefferson, and Joey Nagel. What's up? We're back. <laughs> Quick question Is six runs in an inning batting around the order and making the starting pitcher pitch 46 pitches good? It's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's okay. We missed the extra point. Oh. True. I mean, we'll have to work on that for next time. Yeah, that's just that's just. Sloppy. And it wasn't even bad, like it, it was only Lucas Giolito. He's not even that good. So yeah, yeah, on, no. definitely has never thrown a no hitter or anything like. No, that. No, he didn't even um, throw no hitter this year. So like, I know, dude sucks. He wasn't like a Cy Young candidate last year. He's not that good. We made him throw like forty six pitches and get kicked out of the game before eleven a.m. Central Time. Like the the good people of Chicago woke up. Boom, Giolito was already out of the game. Yeah. I mean, if you're waking up at 11 in Chicago, I don't know what Chicagoians do. but I haven't woken up before 11 in a very long time. There you go. Um, Lucas Giolito's ERA entering the first inning was 2 5 5. Um, after the first inning, it was 5 3 0. So, <laughs> not a great day for him, but um, it's fun for us. I was that inning was great, and then the rest of the game. Right now, we're still we're doing this during the game. We are up eleven to four, going um, into the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, so I feel like it's looking pretty good. Um, it's a good split. Yeah, so I mean, I think it was the first six hitters, six hitters that reached base. It was everybody first. until Renfro. Yeah. But, I mean, Kike Hernandez had a leadoff homer to start the game. Um, JD's homered in this game. Verdugo homered in this game. Nathan Avaldi, by the way, 10 strikeouts over six and a third. That, I think, ties his career high for the fourth time. Mm-hmm. So you love to see that. Nothing's better than when your offense is exploding and then your pitcher's racking up Ks. I love that. I, lo- I know some people like pitching duels or close games. I love offenses going crazy and your pitchers shutting them down. So this is my kind of game. Uh, the next – oh, and the White Sox are having position players pitch now. Uh, Danny Mednick, Mendick is coming oh, in. he went to UMass Lowell. Oh. Um, um, by the way, the White Sox are a pretty good team. So Yeah. You love to see this. I mean, since we last recorded, we beat the Twins – three times and the white Sox, like we went five and three in eight games against the twins and the white Sox. yeah before that series we were talking about how big it was because we haven't really played a good team yet twins were a good team and we won the series and then now we come in back to fenway play the white Sox, another great team and it looks like we're about to split the series so and get hype for that because that is exciting that is exciting very well, exciting i, I mean and I've also like also when you look back at the Rays series, they've been kind of tearing it up lately, and we swept them. So, yeah, there's only so many games that can go by without like a lot of fans, a lot of people across the MLB have been saying um, it's just a fluke. The Red Sox, once they play a good team, they're gonna suck. But we keep winning, and we've played good teams now. And so at some point, you have to admit maybe it's not a fluke. Maybe the Red Sox are good. Because the Red Sox are good. And we talked last week about the MLB's power rankings and how we were <laughs> very, very low. Um, what was it, 20th? You're going to want to turn around. Jason, you're going to want to turn around. How behind am I? Jeez. Yeah. Just watch, just watch, just watch that pitch. Just watch that pitch. 
that's tough. When it's just seven innings, it's more manageable. Um, but I mean, looking at the the Red Sox doubleheader against the White Sox the other day, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. Would two innings have really helped them win? No. I really don't think it would have made a difference based on how they played. And I think the fact that they had a doubleheader a few days before that doubleheader, they were just kind of burnt out and tired, and that's why they ended up dropping both the games um, because obviously they look pretty good today. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they're burnt out from seven-inning doubleheaders, just imagine what nine-inning doubleheaders would be like. So I think it's a good move for baseball. I think it's a... It's a good thing. I think it, it also is like, it's kind of similar or in the same vein as the, the runner on second base and extra innings. It's like trying yeah. to get the games finished sooner, give the players more rest. I, uh, I also really like, um, oh gosh, I like day games a lot. So I'm happy. I like those double headers. I, I've, I've been enjoying how much the Red Sox have been playing during the day. Yeah. They've played like, in the past week, they've played like nine day games. That's what it was. Yeah. They've played nine day games in the past seven days. Right? Great. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, the Red Sox have lost like one night game this year. So, you know, that'll be nice once we get back to night games. But like they were talking about how it throws the players' routines off because in a day game, you're not necessarily going to take batting practice. And, you know, your whole day is completely different. You can't get as much work in pregame as you'd like to. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I mean, ima- imagine if these guys got pregame time to, like, work. Yeah. One funny quote from yesterday. So Tanner Hoke pitched game one, and then Martin Perez got game two. And the reason Martin Perez got the, the night game instead of the day game was because Martin Perez is not a morning person. <laughs> One of the many great quotes coming out. There's another one. Kiki Hernandez is almost 30, and he's like, um, he's almost a grown up. He said, I'm almost a grown up. Um, Alex Verdugo said he feels like he's on Adderall. There's some good quotes coming out of Red Sox, <laughs> Red Sox Clubhouse. I want to talk about one part of the twin series real quick. Um, the weather siren. I'm pretty sure it works. See, I, um, I didn't yeah. See- I need an audio. Can you play the audio? It's like a ten-minute siren. Um, they they um they set it off again that night. I mean, just to how, make sure it worked. I mean, isn't like thirty seconds enough to tell if it works? I like, if it so. works for like four minutes, it's gonna work <laughs> for another five minutes after that too. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna try to find. It's you know what a sir- siren sounds like. It's that. Can you um, sound effect? Like that. Yeah, it was like that. For 10 minutes. Yeah, and for some... I don't... Honestly, I didn't understand why they had to stop playing. Like, it's just a noise. Um, <laughs> but... Yet... The, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Gary just sent something in our group chat. Sorry. Um, but I don't understand why they had to stop playing for a noise. Like it's a siren. you you can play baseball still. And that's kind of what they realized. The ump was like, all right, let's just play this. And then they started playing during the siren. Um, speaking of umpires, they were really <laughs> bad in the twin series. 
when Cora got ejected, was that in the yeah. twin series? Yeah. Yeah. If that play had any impact on the game, like if Andres didn't go on to strike him out on the next pitch, I would have been furious because that pitch that missed the bat and bounced in the dirt for drop third strike. And then he tagged him out or threw to first or whatever, but they called that a foul tip. Even though it went, it was nowhere near the bat. It wasn't even like close. It did not even graze the bat in the slightest. And they called it a foul tip. Cora came out and I forget exactly what the umpire said, but he was like, um, 100% my call. They're not going to overturn it or whatever. Or like they're not going to disagree. I didn't like that attitude that much, especially because he was wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I see. I was thinking a lot about that play. It sucks that something like that's not reviewable in any way. And the umpires. Only, Why isn't it reviewable? I don't understand. The only decision in that choice is to like just defend what he said because he can't apologize and be like, yeah, my bad. I might have been wrong. It's not like you can redo. It's pathetic that that's not reviewable in this day and age or changeable in some way. You know what I mean? What's the point of review if you can't review things? I don't. <laughs> we don't need to get into the whole umpire thing again. I've been mad at umpires for weeks. <laughs> but. Yeah. Thank God that didn't have any impact on the game. I think New York or whoever the hell's watching the game should be able to have like a full, a big red button that says review something. So it, it get rid, gets rid of the problem of like, oh, if you can review balls and strikes, you'll be viewing every single one. Just big red button for some, some crony in his office. Just press the button, have the umpires review it. I don't know. That's my piece. That's all I got to say. Just annoyed me. Yeah, I agree. But whatever. Anyways. Um, also in that twin series, this was one of my favorite parts, the Verdugo catch to save the game. Mm. Andrew Benatendi, 2018 ALCS style. That was, that was the literally the same the exact header. catch. That's right. Yeah. That was the he, same exact he, catch that Andrew Benatendi made in Houston in the playoffs. Same exact bad. camera angle, same exact dive, same exact form, same exact scenario almost with a game on the line, two outs. That was pretty awesome. I'm loving Alex Verdugo. He's been so fun to watch. This whole team has been fun to watch. I mean, except for like Marwin Gonzalez and Hunter Renfro. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about Marwin because we kind of have a collective hate for him here on the, the Dugout Podcast. We somehow managed Especially to Joey over there. Yeah. Bro, even though he hit that dinger, still the diss of Marwin. Yeah. <laughs> and he also had a pretty nice play today. But I still don't. He had a pretty nice play just now to end the game. Yeah, don't don't love him still. Game's over. Yep, just yeah. we're about to find out. I'm so behind. I need. I'm predicting a ground ball to shortstop right here. Let's see. Let's see. And if a nice a nice stretch from Dahlback. Let's see. Oh, it's on the ground to short. The throw. <laughs> the stretch from Dahlback. The game is over. Um, Red Sox win. 11 to 4 is the final score today. Um, so they split the series with the. I feel like uh, Tom Karen right now. They split the series with the White Sox and will take on Toronto tomorrow at 7. They are still on top of the American League East and the American League in general at 11 and 6 now. So great win for the Red Sox. Offense exploded in the first inning for six runs, scored another two runs in the second, and then another two runs across the third and the fourth. And they total 11 runs on 17 hits. That's a pretty good day for the Red Sox. Yeah. Only one run of that came against uh, position players pitching. Yeah. 
So yeah, Danny Mendick came off one of the best pitchers in the game. game. So. Both position players had a better game than Giolito. Uh, mm, that's fine. Yeah, by far. So I'm gonna put out the final post. You guys do the podcast real quick. Okay. Right. Oh, speaking of the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> What about anyway, the Red Sox? Yeah, what about the Red Sox? You, you, Joey, or Jason, Alex, give me something. Um, so what do we 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 have a two games with the with the Blue Jays this week, and then a four two games week. with the Blue Jays. How exciting is that? We get to see fun players such as give me some Blue Jays players we like. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Bo Bichette. Uh, yeah, Hunjin Ryu. He pitching in the series? He is pitching tomorrow. That'll be that'll be good. More more tests. Um, oh, not George Springer. What's up with him? He's injured again. Is he? Damn. Um, yeah. but I think after that we play the other team with ten wins in the American League, the Mariners. Yep. So I don't know if they're actually good or not because I feel like the Mariners are never actually good, but. The, Mar- the Mariners are, are an odd team. They're playing the Dodgers starting today. That could be – they could either prove themselves or that could go very poorly. So, good luck to them. But we are good. That's all that matters. Great job, guys. That was electric. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Oh, Red Sox dugout just made a post a photo. Yeah. Fun fact, we do not play the Yankees until June 4th. Yeah. Kind that's of That's weird. We play the Astros for three, then the Yankees for three, then the Astros for three again. Uh, I predict that in July the Sox will go thirty and zero. It's a hot take from Joey Nagel right there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of my favorite moments from this game was the the guy with his fabulous sign out there in right field, Verdugo Red Sox. I love that. The dude wrote this on like a the back of like a bumper sticker or something. He <laughs> he had you his uh, surgical mask on. He scribbled ninety nine with like a crayon. He's wearing a tie dye shirt out there. Um, <laughs> is that a world? He's got a World Series ring on, <laughs> and he caught an Alex Verdugo home run ball. So great day for that guy with his. I mean just the highest quality sign you can find looks like he got a you could totally put a lot of time red sharpie he's right behind you he's oh look at that yeah (laughs) dancing out there firing the crowd up is that yellow 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 shorts (laughs) this guy needs to come to every single game he needs a lifetime pass this guy i mean he's (laughs) Dude was in his car. He just pulled out like some piece of paper, ripped it in, in like a quarter, and then just wrote that on it. I love it. Verdugo, Verdugo Red, Red Sox. Sox. <laughs> Joey, you were right. The MLB did already post something about uh, German Mercedes pitching. Yep. What a guy. I have him on my fantasy team. Beast. He's pretty uh, good. The, the weekly mention of Jason's fantasy team. I haven't mentioned it yet. This is this is the first time. I have two. Let's see how we're doing. Ooh, I'm in seventh place in this league. That's okay. That's how am I doing in this one? Why? Oh, I'm in fifth place in this one. I was in third place yesterday. 
that has been my update on my fantasy team for this week. Um, Thanks, Jason. Yeah, for do go Red Sox. Want to get into the questions? We have a lot of questions. Are we getting into the questions right now? This is the most. Uh, Christian Arroyo, thoughts real quick. Christian Arroyo. Very impressive. Good. Out of He's nowhere. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I like him. He looks like Joey. Finding about him last year. Yeah, we realized know. he looks like Joey with facial hair, which is cool. So at some point this season, we're going to have to have Joey dress up as Christian Arroyo to do something. <laughs> I can do that. That I can do. Um, Christian Arroyo has energy, too. I saw a clip of him cheering on Plowecki running. Whole team has really? energy. Yeah, I like how everybody on the, the roster is excited to be there, it seems like. Yeah. And I also like how Kike Hernandez is starting to heat up in the leadoff spot. Um, that's huge for us. And I think, yeah, that's huge for us. <laughs> it is. That's all I got there. Questions, GJ questions. Let's do it. Let's do questions, GJ questions. All right, in the dugout podcast listeners, welcome to another segment House. of GJ questions. <laughs> Um, my name's GJ, and I'm going to be asking questions. And my fellow co-hosts and squad here will be answering them. Starting off, my question GJ, and I'll be taking care of you guys tonight. Can I get you guys anything to drink? <laughs> Starting off with question one, we have. You want me to tell you the specials? Starting off with question one, we have an the soup of the day crew that will not stop talking. <laughs> the one thing I do correctly for this entire podcast, I'm still being hindered of doing. Should the, should the Sox trade Chavis at some point for a reliever? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. I think, yeah. Sure. I, I would say I prospect over reliever, but. Maybe not for. Yeah. No, I think. I don't know. Adovino is kind of disappointed me. So if we can replace him with someone good, that'd be cool. And Chavis is a guy that makes sense to trade because he doesn't really fit with the team, but he's got potential. So teams want him. I would feel like. Poor so like if we could get like a decent got... reliever and a prospect, I'd be happy that with that. Guys, yeah, he just kind of got banished to Worcester. I gotta stop playing with fire. He homered though. Shout out Worcester, cool city. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Worcester like won like ten to nothing today against the someone. Woo baby. All right. Um, <laughs> would you get hit by a Randy Johnson fastball every year for ten million dollars? right now i submitted this question because i saw it on tiktok i saw it on tiktok also <laughs> yeah someone so my friends asked me this question too yes yeah I well know. actually it, it depends where is it hitting me in the tiktok they said surprise. you don't know it would be surprised out of nowhere just um would i have like preparation yeah. or would it just like i would have no idea when it was coming no, he just hunt you down and whack you one day well like are you in a batter's box like preparing to hit or are you just like in line I'd like Chipotle oh, and then you're boom. Just like, you're just like putting on your pajamas and all of a sudden. Oh, right then absolutely not. That would, I would, I, you could die from like, if he hits you in the head you or could. something. If you don't you see, could, you go, if you don't know it's coming. Um, I'll, I'll still get also just stop being scared like little. I would just sleep with a helmet on, I guess. You could just but like stop $10 million. You could just dodge it. It's not that hard. You well, just... also, if it's once a year, say he hits you on like January 17th, you're good for the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. And you have your but also, the, the argument against that is say he hits you on like December 30, 30th. True. Then you spend the whole year in fear. No, you spend the whole, you don't spend the whole year in fear if you just suck it up and don't be scared. Yeah. Come on. True. I mean, if it doesn't hit me in the head, I'm cool with it. Same. 
He's like 50 now. He can't throw 100 anymore. I'm not worried. Well, it's Randy Johnson in his prime. Like, forever. Oh, he's oh, it, oh, it is in his prime. Okay. That's what the TikTok <laughs> like, oh, no. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. If he signs the baseball afterwards, sure. I mean, with $10 million, you can just kind of like pay for new ribs or whatever, whatever you need. Yeah. So. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Fine. You think by the me? Uh, <laughs> Kiki's ceiling. <laughs> What's Kiki's ceiling? His ceiling? Yeah. Um, good. Um, good. Did I say Kiki? Did That's I just... him talking right now. Look at him. Did I say Kiki? Or did yeah. I say... Yeah, said, yeah, Kike. Oh, no. I said Kike or Kiki? Kike. You said Kiki. I'm stupid then. My bad. Um, I don't know. Maybe like Fringe All-Star. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, his ceiling is the greatest baseball player of all time. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah. But realistically. Realistically, like solid leadoff hitter. Fringe all-star, yeah. Doing yeah. what he did today. Set the tone with the leadoff bomb. Keep the right. offense going. Yeah. Yeah. Is all the momentum gone? I think we answered this question today. I felt um, the Red Sox answered that question today, yeah. Uh, it's definitely gone. This team has absolutely no momentum Team Sox anymore. cancel the season. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble now. Any uh, way too early predictions on which Sox would be All-Stars? Christian JD. Vasquez. Vasquez, JD, Bogarts. Verdugo might sneak Whitlock. in there. Whitlock. Whitlock, yes. Whitlock was perfect today. Yeah. Whitlock threw two and two-thirds, zero hits, zero runs, zero walks. That's pretty good. And he only threw six balls. Um. Yeah. Here's an interesting stat. He's pit, so between this and uh, between the regular season and spring training, he has 23 strikeouts and zero walks. He has not walked a man in the year of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, who were your favorite Red Sox players growing up? We've talked a lot about this, I'm sure. Ryan LaVarnway, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jason no. Bay. <laughs> Marco Scudero. Felix Dubron. I have Felix Dubron on snap. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who is the guy who hit this who hit a home run on his first or a grand slam in his first at bat? Daniel, Daniel Nava. Nava. Daniel Nava. Who was that? Who was that player then? 2018. He came up from the minors. He hit it like a clutch dinger and then he left. Oh. Tony Renda? Tony Renda. He scored scored the winning run against the Yankees in the four-game sweep. Maybe. Maybe. It was literally that, and then he never played, like, another game, really. Well, wasn't there also Brett I don't think he was a real person. I'm thinking about Phillips, for sure. Yeah, Brett Phillips. Phillips. Oh, Brandon Phillips. Brandon Phillips, yeah. Yeah. What did he do? A clutch double or something? Homer. Go ahead, Homer in Atlanta. Homer, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was sick. He crushed it. All right, here we go. And he pimped Um, him. Mm-hmm. Big time. Is uh is Bobby Dalbeck a liability to the team? Uh, no, not yet. No, I, not really. Just a slow he's, start. He's, he's had he's some good him. games and some really bad ones. So today he was 0-4, but he took a 13-pitch um, walk. 14-pitch? 13? 13. 14. No, I swear it was 14. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. 
something high digit walk. It was 14, yeah. And it was a great at bat. It was um, a great at bat. Yesterday, he, he went three out. for four. Just because he's not hitting homers doesn't, I mean, he's batting 214. Strike out, to, I don't know. That's actually a fair question. <laughs> he had a rough play in the field the other day, too. He let a ball go right past him that he probably could have got. I don't know. Anyone he's else young. have thoughts here? He has time. I mean, I guess I think with the, the question, rest of the lineup makes, makes up for him. You kind of have to answer yes at this point, but it doesn't mean it's not worth having him up here. I don't. I wouldn't say he's a liability. He's just not hitting as well as the rest of the team with the exclusion. He's hitting better than Renfro and Marwin sometimes. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Renfro has been very disappointing. Not I mean, great. he was good today. He had two ribbies today, but... Yeah, but they were both sack flies. And left five on base, yeah. Yeah. Look at all the left on base today. Vasquez I mean, left four on base, and he went three for five, which is kind of funny. I know. We left 11 on base. That, no. We left what? 20. F- oh, no. I don't know. It says team left on base 11, but then it's four plus two plus one plus four plus three plus five plus three plus three, which is definitely more than 11. It says 25, yeah. Yeah, because it's... I don't know how uh, this works. No, no, because they overlap. So if, like... How does that... If, oh! like, Kike reaches oh, base yeah. and then Verdugo sense. and Martinez get out, they each are accredited with one left on base. Look at us learning how baseball works. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's taking a long Next while. question. <laughs> Who should we trade for to become true competitors? I think we're true competitors already. I think so, too. Yeah. It's too early to talk about. It's, really it's, it's April. Yeah, it is yeah, April no, no teams, no, No teams are really out of it yet. So, like, nobody's really selling. Uh, the Yankees are last Yankees. in the American League. So. No shot. <laughs> They're done. Although there is nobody I want from the Yankees. Um, if you asked me last year, the only person I'd say I'd want from the Yankees is Garrett Whitlock, and we got him for free. That's right. Yep. We just took him uh, from them, and now they've crumbled as, as a franchise without him. The curse of the Gambino. Listen, Heim is playing chess. He knew. He knew. I haven't seen Heim Bloom in a while. I wonder how he's doing. He's probably in his in his study analyzing analytics. Just waiting for an email from Joey <laughs> Nagel to get him on our podcast. Analyzing yeah. analytics. What a quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are the yellow and blue unis the downfall of socks? Honestly, it feels like it, doesn't it? It's been mixed. Some people hate them. Some people love them. I, I love personally them. love them. Yeah. I like the message that it's like reminding me of it. Like reminds me of like the marathon and stuff. I have no problem with yeah. changing it up for one series at all. Yeah. I mean, you can get, got to be a little soft. Get line about the there was one guy, two comments here on this post three. Oh my God. There are a lot of people that hate him here. Um, they should have lost because of those crappy unis. And then this guy, skinny McGinney, said stupidest looking uniforms I have ever seen. Embarrassing to all Red Sox fans everywhere. Rough. Well, if, if somebody that's your opinion, you clearly aren't from Boston. Yeah. Yeah, no, if you're not from Boston, you probably don't understand it. Which I'm is like, fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I like them. And I like that the Red Sox were actually willing to stray from tradition 
I need to get that jersey. The helmets looked really cool. That's what stood out to me. I thought the helmets looked sick. I like the socks. The socks were really cool too. They had like the the Red Sox logo on the back. Oh my god. The jersey cost $435. Yeah. Is it going to charity? Why? Oh Nike. my god, that is insane. Nike. Let's not go to charity. Oh my god, I'm getting these. Look at these socks. The yellow Yeah, socks. no, that's yeah. what I was saying. I want to get the the socks. Look, look at them on the right on now. the back of one of them. It has like the the so- like the red socks logo, like the socks. Oh, these are youth. Logo. What? Where are they normal? Anyway, continuation of the questions, GJ questions. Yes, I'm on it. Um, one sec. <laughs> um, thoughts on Franchi, Renfro, Marwin, and Arroyo's lack of production <laughs> in the lineup so far. You're I right. think Arroyo's been good. Arroyo's been good. Franchi's been okay. Renfro Franchi went has two not for been four. Great. He's batting two seventy. Well, we Franchi's knew, um, been like, I would say this, we need to we need to get rid of Renfro. Garrett's opinion on the Red Sox this year is get well, a outfielder better than Renfro. He should not be starting as much as that guy is. This is what we expect from him, though. Like I know, but it's great that we expect garbage, and we're getting garbage. <laughs> we didn't get that little bit of upside. We know he's trash. We know we got that option we knew it was a 90 percent that 10 percent the other thing cut bait let's move on find someone who can play well, he's I'd been great Durant. in the field yeah i'd rather have duran jared duran's like... probably just as good as him defensively maybe a lesser arm but who cares true actually but i'd rather see Durant still got insane power hmm? it's april we'll get there yeah if renfro still sucks in may june then definitely bring up duran but it's april so that's true fair enough uh, what are you wearing, like, Alex? It looks like you're wearing like a, a curtain from a Mexican restaurant. It's a blanket. <laughs> my legs are cold because we don't have heating in my building right now. Damn. It's nice out. It's beautiful out. Maybe there, nice. not here. Try to really pick a different school. Anyway. Yeah, what's on you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't actually get snow last week, so. Yeah, it was actually the best thing ever. You mi- you wish you got snow. We got snow for a I day. I was offended. I was mean? offended that we got snow. It was beautiful for yeah, a day. Yeah, but it melted in a day, so it was fine. Yeah, but the day that we had snow was like, excuse me? Yeah. Who did this? Um, all right. What's your opinion of the best donut at Dunkin'? My go-to is Boston Cream, just because you can't really go wrong with that. I'm a Boston Cream guy for sure. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a jelly donut kind of guy. Fair. I like chocolate glazed. Well, chocolate glazed are too dry for me. Yeah, they can yeah, be very hit or miss. True. Great question, though. Whoever sent that in. Yeah, that that was a good one. This um this person called Brief Ribs, who I've never seen before. Funny wording of this question says, "Do you think the Red Sox are gonna pick up their hitting because it sucks?" Pretty straightforward. I thought it was funny. Um, um. Well, you know, eleven um, runs. Let me, is, let me um, get some pretty bad. Let me get some stats. Eleven runs, seventeen hits. The Red Sox have the best team average in the MLB by 21 points. They're also first in... They're first in RBI. They're first in run scored. Yeah. OPS, OPS, hits, hits, doubles. doubles. That's pretty good. It could could be better. They could be hitting 1,000 as a team. That's true. They've gotten out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Funny question. In the long term, Mookie or Verdugo? 
Mookie. It's not. A, it's not a question. It's Mookie. Yeah. Doubt. No. I mean, no. did you see that play he made in right field the other night? Yeah, yeah that's a great. Yeah, I know. It, it's not a question. It would have been nice to be like, oh well, it was a fair deal. We got the long term guy. They got the short term guy. We didn't. So, Listen, Verdugo's great. Like he is a very, very good player. But Mookie's young but, and one of the best players in baseball. There you go. Done. Mookie's Mookie's a generational type player. So. Mm-hmm. I just hope we can move on from talking about Mookie soon because it is kind of depressing. I think if we stunk, it'd be a lot more Mookie talk. Anyway. I don't even know who you're talking about. All right, Verdugo so, Red Sox. You started. Yeah, franchise. Verdugo Red Sox. Jason, you start a new franchise. You can take one Red Sox player. Who is it? Current Red Sox player? Yeah. Rafael Devers. Ooh, that's a funny take. Are we going around the... Who would you pick? I, I don't know. <sighs> Devers is the one of the youngest and best players on the he's, team. He's 14 years old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Um, who would everybody else pick? I'll take Bogarts. Yeah, so would I. That's too. Bogarts okay. is like fifth in the league in hits right now or something. It's like our, uh, I mean, where you didn't play today. I would have picked Bogarts, but the only thing was they said start a franchise with and Devers is younger. So, yeah, yeah I guess. But I don't know. I feel like Bogarts is much more consistent. He is more consistent. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good point. I mean, neither point. answer is wrong. I feel like Devers no, and Bogarts I, are 1A, 1B. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. What impact do you think Chris Sale will have on later the season? Hopefully, he I think can a lot of people are overlooking that. I think people well, are overlooking that too. That's I'm exciting. not trying to jinx anything, but when's the last time that a pitcher didn't recover well from Tommy John? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he finally got the surgery. We finally. Yeah, he needed it. Yeah, and like I mentioned, everyone's overlooking that. Like we're going to get one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball added to our rotation mid-season. Mm-hmm. So, the thing about him is, I mean, too, like, it's not just that he throws the ball hard. His mechanics are so good pitching-wise. That's insane, bro. I think, you know, like, even if he can't throw it nearly as hard, he'll still be he'll still be a pretty good pitcher. To, plus, I mean, that'll, that'll allow us to maybe move one of the other starters we've got into, like, a long relief role if we're a little scared of. Why are you showing me Abe Lincoln right now? He was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Pretty much all the questions. It's definitely not. Yeah, well, I do not believe you. Go find someone that I didn't ask that you like, bro. What are you looking for in the draft? Top targets. Oh yeah, that one. Yep, that one. I could. Yeah. Um, that picture from Vanderbilt. Jack. If we can get Leiter. Jack Lighter, I would be so happy. I that he's insane. Here's he's the thing. Oh, so good. All right. Here's the thing. Um, at the end of last season. When we, when we knew that we were going to be picking fourth overall, it was a guarantee that Jack Leiter would be available at four. So I was excited. Yeah. And then he started pitching this year, and his ERA is like it's like point two, isn't it? Absolutely microscopic. I think it's like point two five. Easy. So crazy. now I'm start. You know, I'm kind of hoping he has one bad start down the stretch here, so that his draft stock falls just a little bit. I mean, it's pretty nice having a good team right now and then still having the number fourth pick in the draft. That's it is very nice. Pretty good. There's, this one's one of my favorite questions. Um, ignoring contracts, if the Dodgers offered the reverse of the Mookie trade, would you do it? 
20 favorite questions? We talked about movies yeah. already. But that's a good question. Would you do it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. Ignoring contracts, I'd do it. Are you kidding me? But so I'm definitely probably just like delusional because I don't want to acknowledge that the Mookie trade is bad. But we get Alex Verdugo, who is looking like a star right now and has a lot of potential and is really, really fun. Jeter Downs has a ton of potential. And Connor Wong could be a solid catcher. I mean, Mookie Betts is one of the best players in the game and is a generational talent and probably future Hall of Famer and face of our franchise. So there's that. Yeah, I probably would do the reverse. I probably would take it back. I don't know if well, he says ignoring contracts. That's very important. Like, I wouldn't take the trade back if we couldn't resign him. But if we could sign him to the deal that the Dodgers did, then I probably would do it. Or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know because I don't, do I want to give up that much money to him? Do I want to have that um, that financial burden? I don't know. Plus, how much of the contract of David Price would we have to pay? We're still paying half of that. No, I know, but like, if the trade would happen, like, would the Dodgers getting rid of him was a getting rid of him was a good thing, in my opinion. I mean, he he's a good pitcher, but yeah, it was too much money. Mm. He, do I need to pull out the graphic again that I used no. all of 2018? That, that he, Okay, here's the thing. People don't give him enough credit. People don't give David Price enough credit. He stepped up in 2018 with those two starts did, against the Astros. He could have been World Series MVP if Steve Pierce didn't have an insane last game. <laughs> David Price is good. Yeah, uh, whatever. Speaking of which. It's a good question, um, though. I think is it safe to say Nathan Avaldi is living up to his contract? As of right now, yeah. There's I'm something that it. like in his last however many starts dating back to including last year, last year his ERA is under two. That's he's pretty pitching, good. He's pitching incredibly well. Ten strikeouts. Yeah, stuff is so good. And it's it's because he got rid of his cutter. He stopped throwing his cutter. Because it was kind of a junk pitch. He, he could throw it hard, but everyone kept hitting it. So now he's a traditional fastball, slider, curveball. And um, I, I think it's safe to say it's working. All right, two more questions I want to get to before we wrap this segment up. Uh, this one from S'more. Thoughts on the Sox likely putting Whitlock in the rotation in 2022? Um, I mean, I'd be fine with I that. Don't, well, I would too, but I, I don't know how that came about because, like, what openings are we going to have in that rotation? True, because you also have to think about how Chris Sale is going to come oh, back. Then. And Tanner Howell. Yeah, so... Yeah. I didn't think of that. Well, Garrett Richards is probably going to be gone. He Garrett Richards be. is going to be gone. Well, it's a it's a team option one year at $10 million. They might run it back, depending on how he does. I'd rather have Whitlock pitching. I'd rather have Hoke pitching over Richards. So I think there's Plus, the like, Red Sox. I mean, I've listened to Martin the W. Perez? No, I love him, but well, like he just doesn't fit at that point. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of um, the Red Sox on the radio because I've been driving around a lot. But um, Lou Merloni keeps saying how they see Whitlock as a starter, but right mm-hmm. now he fits better as a reliever. So I can see him being a starter in the rotation because that's how the Red Sox see him, and he's got the stuff. I. But at the same time, like if he's really effective out of the bullpen, then why change his roll up? Like you could put him in if the rotation, he could struggle, if it isn't but broke, don't fix it. Right. Unless you're like desperately 
needing another starter, then you can put him in. But if you don't desperately need another starter, keep him in the bullpen because you'll have, see, Sale, Erod, Avaldi, Pavetta, Pavetta Hoke. How? That's five. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need him in the rotation. I mean, Whitlock has potential to be the closer. If Matt Barnes decides to exist and become Matt Barnes again, <laughs> we may need a we may need a closer. So, you know. Yeah, I kind of wanted to hype up Matt Barnes on this podcast, but I also want to stick with what I said last week, where we just need to keep like looking at him as if he sucks, because. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I also think that Richards is unique because he has like the lasting ability to go multiple innings. Like, I don't know if I want that as a closer. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have him come in and get like five out saves, but like, yeah, we use him like Eck. I don't know. I think whatever. Well, what we're doing right now is working. So until we need to change something, it's fine. Um, Garrett, you want to read that last question? Yeah. Do you want to do the, um, mind you, I totally somehow, uh, GJ questions did completely just skip over that question. When you said it, I was like, what? Cause I didn't recognize it. Cause I didn't even read it. <laughs> My bad. All right. Um, what is your opinion on the Sox being very aggressive at the plate? For example, swinging at first pitches or, uh, not taking that many walks. I think they've been, I think that was a problem that they had at the beginning of the season. I think they've been better at drawing walks lately. I mean, I can see like Dahlback specifically has been pretty bad about taking pitches and stuff, but. It reminds me of all the way back in the day in 2018 where they did the same thing, didn't they? Mm-hmm. The Red same. Sox are 16th in the MLB in walks. Yeah. So like they're not being overly aggressive. They're just, you know, they're taking, they're swinging at good pitches. Cause like a lot of times pitchers throw their best pitch on their first one. We took six walks today. Yeah. They've so had like, some good at bats. I, I like first pitch aggressiveness because I think oftentimes the first pitch is a pretty good pitch to hit. That's so what I'm saying. I like being aggressive on that. And they have like, I don't know. I don't think they're swinging at that many bad pitches. They've been taking some close pitches and putting together some good at bats. So I, I don't have a problem with what they're doing. I think they're doing fine. I like aggressiveness at the plate. It's better than them just taking a bunch of pitches and waiting for one, like sitting on one specific pitch. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they were insanely aggressive in the first inning today. Look what happened. Yeah, I'd say they were pretty aggressive. <laughs> yeah. All right, that'll do it for the questions. Um, got anything else? We're good. Um, we are good. Oh, one more thing. Live sports are back. Did you miss the bright lights, the buzz of the crowd, and the thrill of seeing your favorite teams in person? Then SeatGeek is the place for you. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. And you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. That's right. We're back. Promo code DUGOUT. $20 That's off. That's D-U-G-O-U-T. DUGOUT. I'm going to the Sox game uh, on Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm excited to get back into Fenway. It's going to be fun. Very jealous. Yeah, they're playing the Blue Jays. Who's pitching that game? Um, 
Gungeon's yeah. pitching tomorrow, so. Oh, fun. I Garrett Richards is pitching that game. Good for you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who's he pitching against? TBD. TBD. We'll see. I mean, I hear TBD's not a great pitcher either, so. Wait, why are we playing a two-game series? Yeah. It would have been a three-game series if we hadn't had Patriots day-to-day. Yeah, it's weird. But, like, it's but it's we weird did. having a two-game so. series against an in-division opponent. And then we have a four-game series against the Mariners. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Is schedule that, makers well, never make any sense. I think we'll I really, probably, I'm I, so curious I, how they make schedules. Remember uh, 2019 where we had, like, that 11 was, games on the West Coast? Yeah, I feel like they what just kind of, like, sit around a table – play cards and throw darts at like a, a big <laughs> board and like all right looks like the red sox are playing the blue jays for two games <laughs> like they spin like a big wheel or something i don't know yeah um do we have record predictions for this upcoming week two games against the blue jays and four against the the mariners uh, uh no so for those six <laughs> games i would say four seven and oh i'm seven. too superstitious to say anything I'd... seven and oh in six games book it when it happens, the Red Sox, don't be surprised. The Red Sox lost um, for the first time to lose their nine-game win streak. The one time I put the game on my little TV instead of the projector, and so I haven't put them on that TV again. As you should, King. As yeah. you should. <laughs> Garrett, as you should. As you Coleman should. Coleman is there. Yeah. Gotta make the uh, middle part Podcast work. listeners, the listeners are missing out. They can't see how great Garrett's hair looks right now. I get like one good day a week. Today is that good day though. So y'all see the Deion Sanders. You ever watch uh, Deion Sanders like interviews from back in the day? Honestly, worth a watch. His whole thing with I had the curl that it looked wet, but it was dry. Very funny. You should watch this. Anyway, reminded me of him when I woke up this morning at a curl that was just. All right. Well, for Dugo Red Sox. For Dugo Red Sox. Go Red Sox. See you guys next week.